0: Did you know that Easy Medical Device is not only a blog, a podcast, or a YouTube channel? It's also an agency that is providing you consulting, coaching, and training for medical devices. So if you have any projects, don't hesitate to contact me at info at easymedicaldevice.com info at easymedicaldevice.com So talk to you later. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Lazuzzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I will share with you my experience and one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy Podcast. Here is Munir al Azizi from easymedicaldevice.com. And today we will talk about virtual events. So as you may know, we, because of the pandemic, because of the coronavirus, there was a lot of events that went from face-to-face to virtual, which is great because, I mean, there is events that are really great and we don't want to miss them. And for that, I have with me uh, the organizers of the Topra Symposium event. So we have Kevin Penn and Aluka, who is helping us to understand exactly how this is uh, how this is working. So, Kevin Raluca, uh, welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you very much, Monir. It's uh, really great to be here after following so many of
0: your episodes online. Thank you. So, thank you for accepting the invitation and thank you for uh, the efforts that you are doing here just to uh, educate us on on the the switch, if I can say, from a, a face-to-face event to a virtual event. Uh, so, Kevin, Raluca, maybe just a few a small introduction of yourself. So, Kevin, first, maybe.
1: Um, yeah. No, uh, my name is Kevin Pay. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be the chief executive of Topra. And so, uh, yeah, this is my first year uh, at the top and um, uh, a different year, a year that I didn't expect to have to do quite so much experimentation and change. But I have a superb team around me, uh, of which Raluca's uh, part of. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we're enjoying the challenge, different ways of doing things, a different world. What
0: more can yeah. I say? I think, I think, yeah, this is a special year for everybody, so 2020 will be really remembered by everyone, like, uh, <laughs> the year that we, of the, most of the difficulties and challenges. What about you, Raluca? Definitely.
2: So, my name is uh, Raluca Radu. I'm also quite new in TopRA just since uh, January of last year. So, this is actually my second TopRA symposium. Uh, My role is uh, mainly as um, regulatory intelligence and symposium manager, so that means that I coordinate the symposium. But my focus is a lot more on the educational side rather than on the logistical side. So we work quite closely with uh, Kevin as well as um, a team of other colleagues in delivering the symposium.
0: Yeah, so uh, I remember that last year, I met you last year, I think when we, I was at the Topra Symposium last year in, uh, in Ireland. So uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was really uh, also a, a great event. So um, I think this year you had no choice. There is uh, no possibility now to create like a face-to-face event. So now uh, you switched your Topra Symposium to a virtual event. So um, can you maybe, you or Kevin, so explain to us um, how the pandemic uh, helped you to make this quick transition and how uh, was it difficult for you also to do that?
1: Well, maybe if I go first. I, mean, I think that um, we were very fortunate in that um, I've got so many uh, regulatory professionals and, and experts around me that I, I knew that we were going to have to make this decision and in fact we moved out of our offices in London very early on before the UK government decided that, that you know it was necessary. So we started looking at uh, other people's uh, platforms and, and what people were doing. And it highlighted that, you know, there are many advantages going online, um, but there are also a few pitfalls. So uh, with Raluca's help and the rest of the team, we looked at several other platforms and um, decided fairly on that early on that we were going to uh, move onto a digital platform. But Raluca wanted to get all the speakers and the volunteers and particularly the the Belgium agency uh, on side, because Topra can't do these things without the the help of so many different institutions and so many different volunteers. So that that was really important. Um, But many of uh, the staff went to different virtual events and uh, looked at a whole range of different platforms. I mean, it's amazing, once you get out there, there's just so many different ways you can do this. Uh, and then we actually got quite excited. You know, we thought, well, actually, this is the way to go. Um, you know, we've been talking about doing more digital stuff for years, uh, and, and this is what we're doing. So um, Verluka, uh, being the expert on, on, on the symposium, um, I suggested a few different uh, platforms and, and, you know, she grasped the nettle and went out there and, and, uh, and looked at it. So, so maybe if at this point, you know, Raluca fills in the, the uh, information I haven't got.
0: But uh, yeah I, th- I think I, th- I think th- this point is really interesting because when you have if I can say a normal event uh, you are looking to uh, an hotel room uh, on a hotel conference place uh, you are looking for catering you are looking for all those stuff so now you have really to switch your mind to look for platforms or for support for IT guys etc so Raluca how was it how was it for you if I can say because you have really to make this switch on your mind for that
2: yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that from the two of us, Kevin is probably the technology buff. So he done uh, he has done a lot of the initial uh, researching of platforms and making sure that it's something which is suitable for us as an organization and also making sure that um, it includes as many features as possible for, you know, speakers, but then also delegates and exhibitors because it, the Topra Symposium, it's really a whole experience. It's not just a presentation. So I think that, um, as Kevin mentioned, we were really lucky that we've, we have gotten quite a lot of experience with this because since March, all our courses have been online. And we've been learning a lot of things about how to best deliver presentations online, how to ensure that the interaction is done in a proper manner. And I think that this has helped uh, us a lot in deciding that we were going to go virtual. We went through different iterations. So we were looking at government advice and we were thinking maybe, okay, maybe we do face-to-face but do a live stream or maybe we do face-to-face in a socially distanced manner but I think it became very quickly uh, very obvious that that was not going to be possible and I think that for us from the beginning the question was not if we were going to do the event because I think that the need was still and is still there really to discuss these topics but how to do it and um, yeah we just had to find the the ideal solution for us and uh, luckily we also had a lot a lot of support from our working parties and our speakers and the belgian agency it was i think that this was the thing that amazed me the most how supportive and how understanding everyone is because it's really everybody had to adapt and it's amazing how fast people have adapted and how we can make use of this technology to really bring people together this is what excites me the most i think about this uh, whole exercise
0: no, I think it's it's great, and uh, as as you mentioned, the Topra the Topra Symposium is really an experience. I, I had the chance to participate to that last year, uh, where you have all the exhibitors, where you have the, all the people that you are meeting there, where you are of uh, the speakers who are really giving you some great uh, conferences with some answering your question directly, etc. So. Um, was it really, uh, will we really get all this experience, if I can say, within this new mode of uh, creation of a, a virtual event? Is it something that you see that we will really get this, um, this full interaction with all the people that, um, that we had, if I can say, like last year?
1: Well, there are a couple of negatives. You will not be enjoying the Topra coffee and you won't be enjoying the Topra biscuits. But, but actually, when you distill what we want to achieve and what the agency wants to achieve and, and our speakers, we can deliver all of that online. And, and what we're not doing is we're just going to we're not going for a sort of a, a, a dead plan presentation and we've invested in a platform. That platform will give us uh, a way of of interacting with people on a one-to-one basis, on a one-to-many basis. We'll be able to do videos and downloads, uh, sort of uh, speaker sessions, plenaries, but also for all our um, supporters, commercial supporters. And there'll be breakout rooms for them and they'll be able to run surveys. They'll be able to do downloads and videos so what we basically said to people is, don't think of this as a blocker, but you know challenge us. Tell us what you want to do still and we'll find a way of doing it. And, and Reluca's very resourceful as the rest of the team are. and okay, at times they want me to allow things and I think'm not sure we can do that. But in the main, I think the experience will the experience will be different but it will be similar and the outcomes, and I think that's what the really important thing is because there's a desperate need for this conference this year because so many other conferences have been, have been shelved for various reasons and there's so much going on in the regulatory environment, you know, not just with COVID but with a load of other things and I think that, you know, our regulatory professionals, the people out there, whether they be in device veterinary or, or big pharma, you know, they're hungry for this event. And that's the feedback we get because, you know, and, and I think that, you know, time will tell, but I think it's going to be a, a, a superb event. And, and I think the platform's really flexible. think I think, so, I think
0: what, what is also, I mean, as an advantage for people that will participate to that is that they don't have to fly anymore to find an hotel yeah. and everything. So yeah. uh, it's something that maybe would be, be great so to have more people to participate to such events. Uh, virtually, uh, and mm-hmm. to enjoy, if I can say, uh, the, the the same types of speakers and same caliber of speakers that you have in uh, normal uh, normal events. So, um, do you see other advantages? Maybe, maybe Raluca, do you see other advantages to be, if I can say, coming to this event?
2: Well, I, I think that really adding on adding on to your point and adding on to, to what Kevin was saying, I think that indeed one of the biggest advantages is that people can really do this from the comfort of their own home. And that you know means on one side delegates, and that means for them that they don't need to travel. They don't need to pay for a flight, pay for accommodation, travel to a place they might not be very comfortable with, um, deal with the whole logistics of that but then that also means that they can integrate the sessions in a normal workday because that's one of the things that we have done to really adapt the program to normal workdays and uh, ensure that we have enough breaks in between sessions so that people can really dip in and out as they would wish depending on their interests. and then at the same time and something that we as Topra we're also very passionate about is uh, increasing access to our events. So I think that moving digitally is something that we're looking at really for a very long time. And we we're taking small steps and doing more of virtual um, webinars or roundtables and discussion forums. But then this year has really challenged us to move that forward very fast. And I think that really it's this, uh, it's this accessibility that uh, makes me very, very excited about it. But then uh, on top of that, you're mentioning speakers that will get the same caliber of speakers. I think that we'll actually get even better speakers because at least the feedback that we've gotten from contacting people is that they find it way easier to do it from home when they just need to be available for a shorter period of time when they don't need to travel, maybe, for example, from the U.S., to come here for a conference, to then go back uh, back home. So I think that um, really uh, we're seeing a lot of very encouraging signals for this type of delivery um, for for our event, and I think that also for others, it's really um, it's really for all organizations, not only in the pharmaceutical sector, but also in other sectors, which have taken this step. I think that the feedback has been very positive in terms of, uh, in terms of the experience with, of course, a few um, considerations that you need to have in order to do it in a qualitative manner.
0: Yeah, no, it's clear, and uh, I confirm that I have a lot of other events that are going virtually. I am invited to some events, for example, in in Middle East, uh, Middle East Africa, uh, yeah. which are also going virtual. Uh, and uh, I think it's something a trend that uh, that people will be going mm-hmm. through. Um, and as I said, the pandemic really accelerated all this mm-hmm. because at the end uh, we have we had no choice, or it's that, or uh, there will be not a lot of people joining because of this uh, this uh, this virus that is uh, that is spreading now. Um, in terms of the program, so. so. So as you mentioned, there is pharmaceutical, there is veterinary, and there is medical Mm -hmm. device. So um, last year on medical devices, we had a lot of focus on the UMDR, which is a new regulation. Um, This year, will there be some focus on some like coronavirus situation, or we continue to have some focus on uh, UMDR, Or there is maybe some surprises there? (laughs) Do we have some kind of uh, uh, some short, if I can say, uh, things to, to say regarding that?
2: Well, I think that um, it has been very interesting because I work with pharma vets and devices in, uh, in developing the program. And I think that with the whole coronavirus thing, they've taken very different approaches. I think that for the medical devices, we won't have a particular session focusing just on this. But then it's obviously in, embedded in all of the sessions and everybody will consider it. Uh, the NDR is, of course, still a focus, but more from the point of view of implications. And then we're moving a lot also to focus on the IVDR. We have two yeah. sessions on that. Um, and then we're also really looking at what I think is a really unique position that Opera is in, which is to focus on uh, borderline um Products as well as combination products. So for that we have uh, we have two sessions, and I think that you've had um, Janine Jameson yep. last year on the podcast, so she's leading on that, and um, actually in collaboration with uh, Armin Ritzhaupt from the European Medicines Agency. So that's something that I'm really excited to see. Um, it's also a subject of interest of mine. Uh, I yep. find it very fascinating this whole area, as I think a lot of people do. Um, And I think that in addition to that, we also want to keep things moving forward in a way. So we're also approaching software as a medical device, which is again, uh, you know, really another hot topic, at least, uh, at least lately. And for a couple of years, actually. I, I wanted
0: to ask you that because I know that uh, I got in contact with a lot of customers that are uh, developing software, software as a medical device, and they want to you now be compliant to the UMDR. And I think, as you mentioned, it's really starting to be a hot topic. So combination products, uh, software development, which uh, is something of interest. So I think, yeah, this will be really um, following the trend of of, of the mm-hmm. the, um, the medical device um, <clears throat> situation and industry. Uh, so I think it's great. So is there? Um, I mean, in terms of speakers, as you mentioned, there is bigger calibre of speakers, etc. But uh, where there there was directly a buy-in for them to say, yes, I will come, yes, I will join, everything is fine for me, yeah, there is no issue, I can do that. Or there was more like, oh, no, I prefer when it's a face-to-face and uh, I will not join because uh, I prefer when there is this networking contact and everything.
1: Maybe I can answer that. I think that, that many people were potentially worried about travel Uh, And many pharmaceutical companies in particular have been, you know, very um, dictatorial and they will not allow staff to travel. Okay. Um, So I think for many people, it was sort of a relief that we've done this. Um, But most people that we've approached about talking have been very, very positive Um, because, uh, as I said before, people are hungry to get their message out, to, you know, talk to people and do something that's a little bit, you know, like, like it normally is. I mean, this, our, our symposium is sort of a calendar event. You know, people look forward to it from one year to the other. And um, I likened it to the Olympics once, but I was shot down. You know, we hand the baton on to a new agency uh, and they run with it for us uh, uh, in a new country each year. Um, and But I think there's an element of truth in that, you know, and, and I think that's the excitement around it. And, and you know, because the, support is so great and that's why we can do it but I I don't know would you say differently Raluca or is that what you found as well?
2: No I mean definitely definitely not I think that uh, we already knew from when we were still looking into doing it physically that we will have some speakers who will only be able to join remotely so we were also preparing for that um, at, uh, at one point uh, so I think that for a lot of people it has been a relief. I think that also for us in a way the process was that um, we had to obviously reconfirm everyone because timings have changed slightly so you need to make sure that people are aware of it, that people are comfortable with it so that's why we're really in the next period we will do quite a lot of run-throughs with them to make sure that everybody feels as comfortable as, uh, as they want uh, but I think that, uh, overall the general, I would say that the general feeling was that of understanding that it's either virtual or it's not at all. And I think that between the choices, I mean, we know what we chose and I think that's what a lot of people chose because at the end of the day, there's still a need to discuss these topics and,
0: uh. What um, you know what, what about exhibitors? Because I know that also when I was there last year, there was a lot of people that were exhibiting their services and everything. So how are we now also giving them some some advantages or some, some possibilities to, to show what they can do or how they can help, uh, the, the, ma- the, the, the people that are participating to the event. Because yeah, before it was like they have those, those spots or those booths where they are mm-hmm. showing with a lot of prospectus. People are going to one to the other to see what they are doing and asking maybe some questions. How they can do that within a virtual event.
1: Well, there's a number of ways they can do it, and, and, and the platform that we've invested in allows for, for a lot of different ways of interacting. But one of the things we can do is we can have uh, breakout sessions for them and networking sessions, and whereby they can invite people in to talk about a particular subject. So we, we kind of see that you know people I don't know there might be a company that's you know is expert in preparing dossiers, so they might say. we'll have a session for anybody who's interested in um, software for dossiers Um, and then they might link that to uh, a survey and then they might link that to uh, an information stream in in the form of a webinar or a video. Um, We've also got uh, a gamification element so we can um, do uh, competitions with prizes or competitions with feedback or whatever and Some of the companies that I've spoken to, because my colleague Eric deals with this in the main, but I I assist, are really excited by the fact that we'll allow them to have a combination of different ways of communication. And ultimately, if you're at our event and you're a delegate and you want to communicate with one of those companies on the app or on the virtual platform on a PC, you'll be able to initiate a contact with the, the salesperson or the representative of that company and have a a video link call or a textual chat or whatever, there's no doubt that the companies coming to the event are going to have to work a little bit harder. But is that any bad thing? You know, standing on a, on a stand expecting people to come up to you, it's kind of dead, isn't it? I mean, you know, you've got to get out there. You've, you've got to put your personality out there and get people to come into your stand and engage with you. And um, so we're, we're offering a whole different range of, of, of ways that people can do that. And it, it's about getting your head around the virtual world. And um, there was at one stage we looked at avatars and we were going to have some sort of uh, 3D thing that you could wander around. Um, but we looked at a couple of systems and to be honest, they're a little bit gimmicky. You know, it, it's the kind of thing that Reluka's right. I'm a bit of a tech buff. I would love, but actually, would it have served any purpose other than Kevin can say I could be an ostrich for the day and wander around the convention? <laughs> um, I don't think so. So we're, we're, you know, we've got quality engagement opportunities uh, as um, sponsors and, and and stand holders for to use the old term, um, and it, it's about their marketing department and their digital people pushing us and challenging us um, to allow them. I mean, you know, I did suggest at one stage that we could sponsor um, Reluca's um, clothing and you know, have different different things like the Formula One thing, but apparently that's not allowed. Um, but you know, apart from that, we're, we're, we'll, we'll consider um, different mechanisms of, of engaging.
0: No, I think it's great. Uh, I think, yeah, it's it's really uh, something that uh, will be really new and I will be really uh, uh, waiting for that to see that. Uh, In terms of the event specifically, so can we remember everybody when it will be live or when when it will happen? Because I think there is some different dates per per different sections like medicine, like things. So what are the different dates? So uh,
2: basically the whole event, the whole Topra symposium. That will take place from the 5th to the 8th of October. Okay. And then we also have a pre-event day on the 29th of September, where we're organizing some sessions, but maybe more lighter content to get people used to the platform and to make sure that we iron out any challenges that people might have beforehand. Uh, And then for the medical device and, and IVD symposium, that's from the 6th the 8th of october okay so all of this is available on uh, on our website in case you want to in case you want to have a look it's just toprasymposium.org. symposium.org
0: okay great so yeah if you if you want to go and and check for the program for the speakers for also the prices because there is different prices if you are a member not a member etc uh so that uh, you can go directly there um just the last thing maybe um i am participating to the event so um it's like, is it like a full day, like uh, from um, eight to nine in the morning, then nine to 10, another session, then 10 to 11? Is, is it like a full day where I have to sit in front of my computer to do things, or there is some breaking session where I can go out and come back and this and that? Is, is it like that?
2: So actually what we tried to do, and I think that this was a very good suggestion from uh, our director of uh, professional development, Samantha, was to actually alternate the sessions. Okay. So basically we're starting, for example, with a medical device session, and then we have a human symposium session, and then a medical device session. And in those breaks, we're also doing in parallel some networking uh, which is uh, also hosted by our uh, by our uh, special interest network. So, what we also uh, found was that really, uh, when it comes to online events, in order to promote networking, people are a bit more shy. So you need to really give them a topic to discuss. So we're really making use of all our volunteers to to help us with that, which I think it's really a great opportunity.
0: No, for, no, I think it's great, and what I will just miss, maybe from uh, from those uh, those type of events, is all the pens and all the small uh, small gadgets that I'm getting when I'm coming back from those events with all the marketing things. So it's only the I think the thing that I will be missing, but maybe it's like a, a reduction of better data. for the environment.
1: What? Not so much plastic, though. Better for exactly. the environment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly but i think yeah, it will be great for the nature then okay so great i think we covered really all the information that we wanted to speak about the event so please go to the topra symposium uh, website so that you can get that and uh, you can get anywhere that on the on the show notes so uh, to look at that so do you have some last words if i can say to say about um, maybe topra symposium or the situation the current situation
1: well, I'd just say that, you know, um, we would never have wished this on the world, but, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping that a lots of positive things will eventually come out of it. And I think the movement, you know, to put more digital stuff out there will reunite, the, you know, globally, the regulatory um, world uh, in a different way. And, you know, I'm delighted that last year we had two members uh, attended from, from India. This year, we, I think, you know, we've already got interest from 60 plus people coming. And so I think, yeah, there are a lot of downsides. And I know I was a bit flippant about, yeah, there will be no biscuits and coffee. And yeah, it will be different, but I think it's going to be different in a really good way and a very engaging way. And I have to say, I'm delighted with the way the agencies responded, with the way my teams responded, with the way the volunteers have responded. And latterly, you know, there's a lot of interest with our commercial and sponsors as well. So I think it's going to be a really good event. Um, and you know, and I'll be sitting there. And there's lots of breaks, you know. And I'm one of these people that you know, if I'm on a on a on a meeting for more than an hour, I start to doze off. So Reluka kindly um, given me lots of uh, lots of rests. So it's, it's going to be really good. <laughs>
0: Great. Great, um, great. So, really, thank you for for all that, and uh, I will be really trying to enjoy this event, and I will try also to post maybe some uh, some small uh, small videos of the event so that people can see how it's how it is from in, from the inside, if I can say. Um, so, for the people that are listening to this uh, episode, so uh, don't forget to go to the show notes so that you can get all the links uh, so that you can also participate to the event. Uh, don't also forget to provide a review or comments for this episode, and if you have any question to Kevin or Aluka. Uh, don't hesitate to provide that in the comments. I will be sending that to them so that they can answer to you. Okay, so great. So thank you, Aluka. Thank you, Kevin. Really happy to, uh, to be part of this, uh, this Topra Symposium with you. And uh, I will be looking at uh, this uh, from, from my, uh, my coach or my, uh, my desk chair. And I hope really I will be enjoying that. So thank you really and I uh, wish you a nice day.
2: Thank Thank you very much, Monir, and thank you all for listening. And if you have any questions, we'd be always happy to have a chat.
0: Thank you very much. Great, thank you. Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it. And also, don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much.